You ready? I sure am. Okay. <laughs> 2020 Pyrex vision. Catch a contact standing next to my kitchen. Hit a 2050 hundreds, the money machine. Clicking in my rolly game, ticking I bow. How to see it all. Uncle died on the spot. Pop killed the family with heroin shots. Real shit. Gave my life to the block. Figure I get shot. At least I die on Welcome top. to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am one of your semi sober hosts. And I am your. Oh, and my name's Lisa Lowry. Go ahead. Robbie. And I am your totally sober host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda. And if it sounds like I'm kind of whispering, that's because oh, we're God. at a brewery, and I feel very he's, conspicuous. He's feeling naked. He's feeling a little naked. But you know what? Everyone else here has brought their dogs, their kids, and their socks with sandals. So I think you know what? We're in good company here. <laughs> This week, we will talk about the Monday show, Gareth Reynolds, and the Thursday show, Jenna Kim Jones status. Happy New Year. Another Tone Zone update. What is flashing in my eyes that is bright? So this is a little strange to just be recording here because we are facing a group of people. And usually, okay, so we're coming to you live, not so live, like I said last week, from Fullerton, California, <laughs> from a brewery called The Blue, The Blute. <laughs> The Bootleggers Brewery. Um, Originally, we started this day off at the Two Saucy Saucy Broads Pizza Place, which is right next door. And that is a Bruised by Dawn haunt. And We did not see Bruised by Dawn. We did not. I wish that we did. But uh, we had a beer for him in his honor, even though he's not dead. But I feel like if you follow Bruised by Dawn on Instagram or anywhere... Everywhere he goes is where I want to be. So we started the day off following Bruce by Dawn. Okay. Do you have any shout outs, Little Rafi? Shout out to Whitney. She says she's all caught up on our show. Oh, and that's I nice. Shout out to Dr. Jen and Lauren. It feels like we're doing the show for just three people. We are. It's and that's okay with me. Jen, Dr. Zen Jen, Lauren Kelly, and then there's always an optional extra person that's listening, <laughs> which I will lead into my shout outs are Brittany, which I don't think she listens anymore, but you know what? I still love you. And she's starting her own shirt company, which is, I'm, I'll be your cowboy daddy. And shout out to Lauren Kelly and to Dr. Zen Jen. Also shout out to Whitney. We have been on, well, we just finished a... It was called a work week hustle Fitbit challenge where we stepped up and uh, it was a lot of fun. It pushed me in a week that I probably wouldn't have pushed myself because uh, New Year's, I always think that I'm going to do a lot of good stuff and usually it's New Year's. (laughs) So drinking, am I right? Uh, Also, shout out to Paul. I'll just call him Paul E. I don't know if I'm supposed to say his last name, but you know what? He retweeted the last. There's a hair on my microphone that I cannot look away from. Paul retweeted the show when I posted it on Twitter right away, and I thought that was really cool. The fact that he's listening still, he's a listener from way back, from JMO Patrol days, and he's just a solid good guy. So I hope we get to see him this next year. He lives in the same state as us now, so, you know. Paul, are you going to oh, be Sketchfest. at Sketchfest? <gasps> because we That's like right around the corner. We owe, uh, we'll each buy you a brewski. Shout out to Scott Marquez. <laughs> Wish you could be here. And he also retweeted the show, which is really nice. Shout out to Ray Morgan. Once again, shout out to Bruce by Dawn. Oh. oh. Robbie is now singing to the music. You know, they were playing Misfits earlier, which was quite nice. But at least there is music. Because everyone... 
the new generation is bringing your kids to a brewery. I have done it myself. I, I saw you roll your eyes just now, but I don't think I would do it if my kids were as young as these kids here. I just felt my chest when I did that. I don't know why that was. Uh, <laughs> um, get those self-mammogram checks out of the way for the new year. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. People bring their kids. They bring their dogs. If Ugh. you ask me, they're one and the same. Well, if you raised a kid, you would know it was not. And that ha- saying a kid is your baby is actually a real insult to people that raise kids. But anyway. You know, when, when I'm out in public like this, I think. It's the uh, same thing. What would Michael Vick do? Oh, <laughs> I JK. just I just slapped him. All right. So also shout out to Leanne Ward, to Nina Hartley, to Trice. I was going to say his last name, but I don't think that wants to be sh- that wants to be shared. <laughs> that needs to be shared. Also shout out to Tim Ortez all the way in Germany. Shout out to Ray Morgan, to Toby, to of course super fan Megan. Shout out to Emily Winter Quick who does the shirts for Allison's show and for Jenna Kim Jones's show and I want her to do shirts for our show which she will and also shout out to Tamara Holler and to Sadie Rose Z Mary Jane cool barking um but I think that's it oh you forgot your AKA I think it was oofty doofty hold on I, I think I actually came oh. up with a new AKA give me a sec I don't remember it but I'll look at my notes I got something on Instagram from what's her face from big butts um, are us from Jan, I meant. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, nope. Nope. No new one. No new ones? Okay. No. Okay. So on Monday, we had... Oh, you know what? No. Sorry. I wanted to go back. So last week, I said I wanted to talk about another comment about Tam O'Shanter and our visit there. and But I'd forgotten to go back to it. But then there was new news. So what I wanted to do is go back. So the week that we went to Tam O'Shanter, a couple of days new before... News. Tony was there. Hunky. Tony. Our very own. Tone. Zone. Was there. So we missed that. Then, when I posted that we were at Tam O'Shanter, one Colonel Jeff mentioned or actually liked the show post. So I should shout him out because that's what I do. And said, oh, you guys were at Tam's O'Shatner without me. Tam O'Shatner. And uh, I said, God damn it. Because we had an empty seat that you could have filled just fine. Can you imagine how well, I would have been said, around him? He said he almost went that day. So he almost went the day that we were there. And I was very... First of all, I was just going to put the word out to anybody on Twitter that wanted to join us. But I assumed he would be in Pennsylvania with his family. I didn't think he would be in town. And the fact that he could have been there the same night... And he also commented, if you guys would have seen me, you would have thought I was stalking you. And I thought, now that's funny. How the tables would have been turned. Correct. So that was uh, news to me and also makes me think, was he going to be there on a date? Was he living in the neighborhood? Was he going to be there with Sandy Gans? I would like to talk to Sandy Gans. And you were just there with Candy Sa- or No. <laughs> Candy Gans? <yams. laughs> I was trying to say something with cans, but it didn't come out, right? <laughs> okay. But, all right. So that then... something very a, terrible. A, a week later, Allison Rosen is at Tam O'Shanter with... I'm very sad about this because she's apparently close enough friends with her kids' parents... Her kids' friends' parents that they're going to Tam O'Shanter for Christmas. Um, that was her best friend, Izzy, I'm sure. 
Oh, I thought it was a friend from like their class that was Ra- Raffy. That's how they met each other. It's Rafe. Rafe. Oh, uh, yeah, how they get m- that checked out. Okay, <laughs> they met each other through... Okay, so that's her new best friend? Izzy is like her best friend, and they met in that class, and the son's name like is this. Rafe. I don't like and any of And they kind of look related. They looked like twins. Yeah. Um, but I did zoom in on the background to see if that was the table we were sitting at. It was not. It could have been the table we were sitting next to, but that that restaurant has many nooks and crannies, like a lot of English things things <laughs> muffins i don't even know what i'm saying you know what is smart about us is um recording after we've had some beverages that's what makes it so entertaining ask lauren kelly that oh or yes she thinks that we should record this uh have this video video wise is what i was gonna say which is not a word but i think she might be the only one i think yep. that uh dr zen jen would be shaking her head at me mostly and lauren will be like I want to record this because she's our good. Uh, Another Impala just yes. drove by or something. Uh, who? An Impala or something. Oh. Go on. Not or something. There's no Impalas or somethings. It was something. You need to be know what you're talking about. I missed it. I couldn't get a good look. Yeah, but it's the back end. You know for sure. No, you, you know, know everything by a taillight. Who spots the Am back I end right? All the time. Okay. You would think I would be better at it. You would think. <laughs> you're Mr. Taillight. So, anyway, all right. That's what I wanted to talk about. Oh, you know what I wanted to ask you about? What did you think about the food at Tamo Shanter? The prime rib was delish. Hmm. Um, but like I said, I was sick. I was queasy. Well, that's saying the, a lot then. The creamed corn was actually good, but I didn't eat a lot of it. The whatever the other thing was. Mashed the, potatoes. What was the oh, the um, popover. No. What's it called? A Yorkshire pudding. The Yorkshire pudding was fine. Yeah. Like I said, it's a breaded piece of air. It's a pocket of air with bread around it. And the mimosa Crest. was good. Oh yeah, he oh, had a no. mimo- guys. He had a mimosa with dinner. <laughs> I mean, that's cool. You're spi- that's well, my language, actually. I was like, I'm sick. I can't do my alcoholic. Uh, what was it? Uh, eggnog. Mm. I'm gonna do a mimosa because it has vitamin C. Oh, they're playing your song. Oh, sorry, it's Leanne's song. It's called something wine. What's it called? I don't know. Leanne, you know what I'm talking about. Here. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. So let's talk about raspberry pudding. Something like, yeah, like that one. Raspberry, it's a raspberry strawberry pudding? Wine? Is it strawberry? Wine? I have no idea what you're talking something about. Something like that. All right. Well, we're getting They were playing Misfits earlier. That's pretty much all I know. So, all right. Monday. Tony was gone. They it's only have been 12 minutes. We're barely getting to the show. Oh, damn it. But you don't do a countdown at home. <laughs> Just listen and dive right in. Get knee deep, shall I say. We should interview some of these people that have their kids and their dogs here. They're all looking at us like, we know you're nobody, but are you somebody? No. I mean, oh my God, yeah. these birds are fucking in this bush right now. Look at this. It's shik- It's shaking. <laughs> it's shaking and shivering. Look. Oh, I see. Well, who's the worst person here? The people who bring microphones to record a podcast? Or <laughs> people who go out in public with their children? You know who's... Uh, okay. Well, it's not public with children. It's a brewery with children. This is public, though, kind of. Yeah, but this isn't Chuck E. Cheese. This is, like, literally when we got here, there was a lady changing her kid's diaper. So... Yeah. I mean, I tried to get a picture, but I didn't... Anyway, okay, so, Monday episode. There was no... It was a no-tone zone, which... 
for me now is sad because I'm getting used to having Tony there. And I like that Allison likes to talk at the top of the show. She tried to get Gareth Reynolds into a uh, termite update, which, you know, I've, I know I've said on previous episodes that I like the homey feel of the chit chat at the top, but also the, I don't need to, I don't really care about the termites, but I think it's become, it's going to become a bit and it's going to become something that if she doesn't do it, we're going to be like, where the fuck is the termite update? Yeah. I, I suppose <laughs> there have been a lot of segments in Allison Rosen is your new best friend history that have come and gone and I don't even remember them anymore so I can't name them but will this be yet another it, it will because I will I don't know if Allison's listening I love you and I like all of it because we I think our show turns into like random bullshit and I like random bullshit that, that, I think that's the homey part of it, too, where it's just kind of like, do you ever have friends that you hang out with where they just start talking about the same thing over again? You're like, all right, well, this is our thing, I guess. This is what we're going to be talking about. Every time I hang out with you, it seems oh, like we end up talking okay. about Allison Rosen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. They were going to say hand jobs. Thank God you didn't. Oh, by the way, I think I did. I did. The last time we recorded, we went out to breakfast and we had brunch. We had bottomless mimosas and Bloody Marys. And then I was going out with my neighbors for a Christmas party that night to the brewery. And did I talk about blowjobs is my question. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I did. <laughs> Twice. To quote Lisa Lowry, <laughs> I only mentioned blowjobs once. <laughs> oh, shout out to you, Jordan Morris. All right. So Gareth Reynolds was is and was a writer on You're the Worst, which is a show that I love. And it's one that I always forget to recommend to Allison when she puts the the question out on Patreon. Like, what's everybody watching? You're the Worst is kind of awesome. I just caught up with their newest episode, or their newest season. But also, uh, he was a writer on Arrested Development, which I've wanted to rewatch because that was a fucking amazing show. And he's on the Dollop podcast, which... At first, I was like, we've seen that before when we were in PodFest, but it wasn't that. It was, it was the guy from The Dollop was on My Favorite Murder. And that made me think I wanted to listen to The Dollop, and I never did. But after listening oh, to this show... We missed it. It's not, a, it's not an Impala. It only has two, two, two backlights. Was it a Biscayne or a... A Bel Air. A Probably Bel-Air? a Bel Air. No one's going to have a Biscayne. I think there's one more, too. I think there's one fourth one, but I don't know what it is. Uh, Anywho... Yeah, that was a that was. <laughs> someone get back to us. One on of that. the Chevys that I will um, pass in my list. I'm okay. gonna ask someone in my uh, oh god fast Fords and Fox Bodies forum. My god, and they're gonna be like, bro, that's a bow tie product, dude. And I'll be like, oh, silly me. I'm just gonna let him keep talking. Keep talking. Wait, keep what talking. was the magazine? There's a magazine called like oh Fast God. Fords and Fox Bodies or something like that. Oh Ray Morgan probably knows what I'm oh talking God. about. Lee Bruns probably knows what I'm talking about. Bruised by Don probably knows what I'm talking about. Colonel Jeff, he listens to this. He in that pace, in that about. pace, in that pace. Oh, that reminds me. I wanted to shout out to Andrew Ant. He, uh, I think, listens but doesn't always comment. But he's always sending us nice stuff on BFNcast Twitter account and. Uh, the next time we're in Washington, I want to meet him. But he was commenting on the fact that he wonders who listens and tells Allison, and he thinks that it's Colonel Jeff. So where are we at? Oh yeah, did you have you ever seen You're the Worst? No, it's such but, a good show. But I don't know if you you're not a big fan of white people though. Arrested Development is a fan fucking tastic show. At least season one and two. So yeah, shout out to Arrested Development. Arrested Development is a wonderful show. Shout out to Dogs That Bark. 
so Gareth had fun with his driver's license photo. This worries me for Homeland Security purposes, but also kind of fun. Have you done? Did you wear a sombrero when you moved here and got your new license? No. Wigs? But I do remember. So here's something I find interesting, Lisa. They put a cactus backdrop in your photo? In California, <laughs> a place that is supposedly full of tech startups and just mm. a lot of wealth That's going on a here. a bit far further north than but us, but okay. When you go to the DMV... Oh, <laughs> it's still a leper colony down there. Are you kidding me? like a fucking... Paper like like a dot matrix printer style papers. Oof, really? And they're like, "Hey, here's your license, your temporary license. Uh, this is a fucking printout. What am I going to do with this piece of shit?" In Colorado, mm. they print out a piece of paper that has a. Let paper me ask you: ID In Colorado, is it DMV or is it MVD? It's DMV. Okay. You Just rip out the check. paper and you fold it in half and it's a temporary license. In Kentucky, they print your license on the spot. Okay, you, didn't, the you didn't have me at Colorado, California but Kentucky. In wow. the fucking 1800s when it comes to printing your license. It's the Wild West out here. You didn't know? <laughs> shout out to Will Smith and uh, Stevie Wonder, I guess. And, but, um, and I know you want to shout out Will Smith. You were, ta- you were Smith. talking ad nauseum during lunch at Will <laughs> Love, at, about Will Smith. <laughs> I love Jazzy Jeff, and I hate Will Smith. <laughs> By the way, you guys, just so you know, uh, little Rafi, since the day he was born or could walk, <laughs> has been dreaming of the day that he could get married and have DJ Jazzy Jeff at his wedding. This I'm is his saying. dream. I know you girls at home maybe had pillowcases in the back of your head. He had DJ Jazzy Jeff dreams. <laughs> when I was clipping out photos to put in my dream book... <laughs> His wedding board. <laughs> techniques 1200 turntables. I was clipping oh out Serato. He's acting like this is a joke, but this is actually <laughs> real. <laughs> I'm just saying, if if I marry a gal and if. homegirl wants to get crazy <laughs> when it comes to planning the wedding, I'm like, go for it, baby doll, because oh apparently we're hiring Jazzy Jeff. And this bitch is going all night. Okay, so three, four, four words in that sentence. Homegirl. <laughs> I missed this. I forgot the second one. Homegirl. <laughs> homegirl, bitch, and the Jazzy Jeff were three of the ones. There was one more that I know I will hear when I edit <laughs> that I would like to string together in that. But uh, yeah, You're the Worst is kind of rad. I think you would like it because it is insane people that have gotten together and have an un. What's the word? I don't know. Anyway, they like to fuck and drink, and but still be together, but not be married. Fuck and drink, or fuck and drink. A mm, little bit of both at the same time, kind of. I mean, you would like it. It's a good show. It's a great show, and the writing on it is kind of awesome. I the, doubt I would like it because they're white. Probably. Oh yeah, maybe. Just because I don't like TV shows. Well, and the well, mm-hmm. but and, and, TV shows in quotes means white person. Uh, also, yeah, you know those fucking TV shows with their mayonnaise and white bread. <laughs> My God, that's the show I watch: is mayonnaise and white bread. Can you keep barking, please? This is awesome. So Gareth was talking about his early introduction, going back to the fact that you don't like British people. Um, apparently, in England, they drink and smoke and do drugs at an early age. He, uh, Gareth had an early introduction to mind-altering substances but i think he was going through a lot of issues and i wonder what do you think about this drinking and smoking at an early age i feel like drinking is very european 
like over there they drink all day you know there's mm. and kids get to drink wine when they're like fucking eight or whatever it's not weird plus like there's siestas here. and stuff uh wow racist but okay i was talking about spain but whatever yeah. sure um so i don't think that's all that weird but i'm curious lisa as a known degenerate I mean, when did you smoke your first cigarette? When did you drink oh, your first beer? First get drunk, that kind of stuff. Okay, so my first for everything was when I was 15. First drinking, first smoking, first sex. Everything was 15. But then I became straight edge later on. Shout out got to very Taylor quiet. Swift. It just got very quiet. So now I'm yeah. being quiet. But I definitely hit everything hard. <laughs> All of it. And we're hit hard. Hopefully, but you know, I had quitters. <laughs> but you know what? When was your first introduction to all of this stuff? I didn't get into drugs until much later, though. Yeah, I don't know the first time that I drank, but I know it was in my teens. Yeah. Um, but I didn't actually start like drinking, drinking until I was twenty-one. Because then really? I was like, it was like uh, it's easy to get. Like now, I don't have to put any effort in. I'm just gonna get hammered. Sounds like you and girlfriends. And easy to get and not and no work. Oh, yeah, that's what. I, yeah, that is what I like, actually. Oh, um, <laughs> falls in your lap. As far as drugs, I, I've, I've only smoked the reefer. Oh, you've not done, done any edibles. Um, oh, OK. I've been offered drugs on several occasions, but I have not done them because I'm OK. Now, I might be a, a bit of a, a Nancy, but I'm afraid to snort cocaine. I'm afraid to suck Smoke something up it. through my nose. Oh, okay. And I'm not gonna smoke it. That's just stupid. Can I just doing, say, have you ever done puffs. nose um, nose spray like Flonase? Yeah, yeah, Flonase. Yeah. Okay, so doing cocaine is not much. It's the worse. same thing. It's easier. <laughs> oh well. So I mean, you're Allison in. Seems to like it. Yeah, um, she's like she likes the nose candy, the Hollywood cold. Are uh, we recording uh, still? Bolivian. Okay. Yeah, wait, no. What is it? Yammers. Uh, what are you? No, 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 what is uh, What is uh? Oh, from oh, Seinfeld, oh, oh. he calls he calls it um, he calls heroin uh, yes. yam yam, <laughs> and he calls it something else. Anyway, um, I need to I'm be friends with them. That. I know you you need to change friends. I mean, they, you need to change to get rid tables. Of their kids, but uh, oh. that's doable. Buy buy her enough beers. Oh, speaking of that, so divorce. I feel like Allison's had so many different guess on and some of them are like oh yeah our, my parents went through a divorce and whatever and then there's the people that are like holy shit it rocked my world where like that I relate to that more even though I don't judge people that don't because I wish I didn't have the issues that I did connected to my parents divorce but he was talking about the fact that he was raised with his parents fighting in the yard and that was like their thing was like we're gonna go out and fight in the yard and like for my husband and I we haven't figured out where we're supposed, supposed to fight. So we just don't talk at all. And our last fight ended up being, I was like, well, all right, we've got a date night tomorrow. So this is when I'm going to bring up some stuff because it's the only time we're going to be alone. And then it ended up coming up out the night before and the kids heard everything. My daughter's crying. And it's like, this is the shit I need to deal with. You can't just have a fucking conversation or like deal with stuff without whatever. But the fact that Gareth was saying, oh, they're yard yelling or whatever he called it. I, because we're so close to our neighbors, would not worry. would be worried more about that. That the neighbors are now going to know what's going on. And we try to put out this like image that, you know, we're great. (laughs) Anyway, divorce really fucking changes you and it really fucks people up. I feel like 
conflict resolution is important in a married uh, couple. Uh, having a good way to resolve your conflict, I mean. Also, I feel like a lot of couples, they use the conflict as a little warm-up. Oh, it's, it's maybe that's sex. your thing. I didn't have the makeup sex. How could you not have the makeup sex, Lisa? I think a lot of couples, it's it's just they want to get fired up, and then they apologize, and then you take a little downtown visit to uh, Pound Town. I think that this is your dream come true. <laughs> But oh, speaking of your dream come true, coming skating up the street. Yeah. Mm. Also, but, you know, mm. Lisa, I'm yeah. old, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're like t- more than 10 years younger than I am. Well, I mean, who isn't? Oh, but, <laughs> wow. I mean, you can't tell when you well, look at dog us. dog and these kids. Oh, really? Oh, in that case. Yeah, th- that's like barely legal, if, if legal. <laughs> Lisa and I'm, <laughs> I am a, a an aged. You're uh, uh, aged not Raffi K. Letourneau over here. Anyway, Gareth was talking about the whole divorcing and the whole. I, I feel like the way he was talking about his relationships, he acts as if none of this has really affected him. But it sounds like he self sabotages himself in relationships where everything's going good, which it always does in the beginning because everyone's nice to each other, and then people start getting real, and then it's like. People don't want to deal with it, and that seems to be where he breaks it off. And I don't know if will he ever have like a normal relationship where he can like go the distance. I've thought about this. Um, when yeah, like when you get past that point of like the honeymoon period, I guess, and then you start like really being yourself yeah. with the other person. Do you just like push through it, and is it like? Like when you make a pro and con list and you're like, if there's mo- more pros than cons, then we might as well stick it out. You know, I don't know. I'm not married. I don't either. And I don't really know why people stay together for as long as they do, to be honest. It's, I feel like people troubling. are seasons and there should be seasons in your life. <laughs> but you know what? When you have kids, you have to dedicate yourself to one season for the rest of your life. You know, in I, I mentioned a Bronx tale yesterday with Megan. But I'm going to mention it again now. Thank in you the for Bron- doing that. In A Bronx Tale, uh-huh. the guy says that you get three good ones in okay. your life. Okay. So maybe that is the, th- you get the three seasons and then you just stick it out for so winter. So you don't get the fourth season? No, it's just, you I've get the, been the stuck person. in winter since night. Yeah. Uh, well, okay, so. Oh boy. My God. There's stuff going on around us that's making me lose my mind for a second. I don't remember where I was going to go with that. But, yeah, I agree with what you said. I don't even remember what I said. I don't either. You were saying, oh, Bronxdale. Okay, so it's funny that they brought up Bronxdale on another episode maybe a couple of times where they're like, every single guy in in um, people's lives brings it up. Was it Chris DiStefano or whatever? Oh, it was. Because they mentioned him in this episode. It was. It was. I didn't hear that, but I did. Your phone somebody's is. At, somebody's at my door because I, I got the ring now. So there's motion at my front door. As long as there's motion in the front door and not the back door. Well, I know that's I think all you care be, about. You'd probably be okay with some motion in the back door every once a week. I am related to some people. I meant um, pooping, not oh, that one. <laughs> I've been taking my I've been taking um, Miralax for like seven days now, hoping for some end results. But... So Bronx Tale, I said, when they brought it up during that episode, I said, I feel like every boyfriend I've ever had has referenced it. So I must have seen it. 
So then one day, my husband referenced it for something, and I was like, oh my God, this is really something that guys talk about still to this day. And when he said that it was Joe Pesci's life story, I was like, I have never seen this movie. I thought that I have because every guy I know has ever referenced it, but I have never seen it. So now I need to see it. And I brought it up recently. I said, on one of these date nights, I want to watch A Bronx Tale. I don't remember if Joe Pesci's in it even, but... But it's his life story. Did he direct it? It's his life story. Maybe he did. Anyway, I didn't didn't know that. Uh, Robert De Niro plays uh, the dad of the kid, and he's a bus driver. It's it's an okay movie. Is it Robert movie. Niro's story? <laughs> Maybe I think I it might be Joe that. Pesci, and Joe all Pesci directed it. Italian people look the same. Uh, I, didn't I say mix that, them all up. Is what he's saying. It's it's an okay movie. Oh, just okay. You want to share some of this beer? There's no minty God, flavor no, to it. That looks so gross. It tastes like it looks like a Pepsi. Molasses. And if it you does. know me, you love ringdings and Pepsi, which we don't have any ringdings. I don't but. drink wine. I drink Pepsi. <laughs> I wish that was Dr. Jen walking in, but it isn't. That would be really cool. Looks like Dr. Jen and her mom walking in. Or her grandma. Grandmama. Uh, wow. Her mama. Okay. Her mima. Her mima. <laughs> that looks like a mima, right? Of course she likes dogs. <laughs> it's just she's wearing like a flannel shirt and she's wearing sunglasses. Yeah, but like that guy's like, okay, so. So if I ever. I've got these two rugrats over here. If I ever dump this wife off, I could come here with a dog, and this young bro would come sit next to me and pet my dog. Do you think they know each other? Look at them. She did walk over pretty much like... She better, because look at that. That's pretty familiar. That's very familiar. Anyway, I, I need another beer. I guess we'll see. Um, should we pause? Or do should we finish up Monday really quick? finish Monday. Okay. So, Gareth talked about history and the fact that we only learn whatever teachers and the educators want us to learn. And then when you get older, you learn more things. And maybe it's not needed. Like the George Washington, like how he died. That's kind of shocking to me. I learned that literally from listening to Allison's podcast. But there's so much history that I learned from drunk history where it's like, oh, none of this is true. All And all of this other crap is not... Or they don't expand on things where if there was... Like, for me, I love history. And if I was to learn true history, that's... I feel like what all podcasts are about besides crime, of course. But, like, history is so exciting and interesting. And to not know the real stuff that's going on... I mean, let's talk about indigenous people, shall we? Sure. No. <laughs> I'm only 8%, so I guess it doesn't matter to you. Anyway, I love history, but I wish that we had more true history. And whenever the... Well, at least now we don't... The kids don't get um, Columbus Day off. is not a holiday anymore, which I don't know I when that... good. Oh, <laughs> I don't know when that happened, but it's like, thank you. That shouldn't be a holiday because... Yeah, get those fucking kids back in school. I fucking know. pawning them off on their parents. <laughs> uh, but anyway, history, am I right? One thing I was thinking about during this part is that teachers are so important. Because I don't know about your experience, but in my experience, this is the textbook. I'm Essentially, I'm going to read you this textbook. Right. It's like, that's not fun. It's not engaging. It doesn't teach me anything. It's boring as shit. Yeah. So shout out to all those teachers who go above and beyond to try to teach their kids in a fun way. Yeah, but also in a fun way, but also they can't really go outside of the norm. So, like, when you do learn something new, 
I know maybe we can go back to the Mary Kay Letourneau. Maybe you're learning more stuff from your teacher than other people did. But (laughs) (laughs) but I feel like that I want to hear true history. And whenever I learn something, it's like, how am I the age that I am? And I'm just now hearing this or that. I think about that a lot. Yeah. And it sucks because I want to know true history. Don't sugarcoat it because then why are you wasting my time at school? I could be at home like uh, sleeping. Which is why it's... It's interesting that podcasts, there are like, there are YouTubers and there are podcasters who I've never heard of that have the ear of like millions of people. Right. And it's so strange. Not this show, but yes. Yeah. When it's something like the dollop, I can see how they got so big because yes, we did not learn a lot of this stuff in school. Right. And then if you just add, it's like that little bit of sugar that makes the medicine go down. Yep. It just... Or palatable. Exactly. That's so. Jen Stark let me led me to a podcast. Um, stuff you should have learned in history. I think it's called stuff you should know. Stuff you should know. I don't know. No, there's that one. There's also stuff you didn't learn in history. I don't know. It. They're literally like talk about snackable. They're like three minutes to five minutes, and it's little tiny snippets of stuff that it's like. Oh, you learned this. Well, actually, this is all the stuff that you should have known, and it's so fucking interesting and i don't know why history is so interesting i know people say that the history won't repeat itself if you learn history but that's not true it's all going to repeat itself but it's all about knowing where you came from and where people came from and maybe people don't care about that but i do <laughs> i'm just rambling now obviously oh my god look at those yeah. shorts is that what you're laughing at or are you laughing at me <laughs> that's what I was looking at. oh thank god um apparently volleyball tournament is in town today apparently something Oh, they're coming for beers. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Post. What else we got for Monday? Yeah. So they did the Cokeology test, which I know I've talked about buying. I, instead, I did the Truly Tasteless books. but A wise investment, I think. I think so. Because who doesn't want a whole chapter on Polish jokes? Um, but the Cokeology is, to me, interesting. She didn't really read all of the different answers, but I am curious how you did on the two questions that she did ask if you were to stumble into a garbage can, what spills out? <laughs> I what are your choices? I the same answer as them on both okay. questions, if I'm not mistaken. I had a combination of two of them. That's because, not how you do it, Lisa. Well, in my mind, there was a pile of loose garbage, but there was also kitchen trash in it. There were banana peels and like chicken bones and stuff. So it was Same like, with me, but I think that means loose garbage. But they had two different... There was two different things. So it was, you seem straightforward, but you have hidden things. Yeah, Which I think is both of us. But then also the banana peels, chicken bones thing is suppressing appetite or on a diet, which I am. That's not me for sure. Oh. (laughs) Okay. But the funny thing is, you can go into this doing the questions and you're like, I'm... If you were like a sociopath or like a psychopath, which we learned from the psychopath test that you are one, you could try and answer the way you think that they're asking the question. And it's like, oh, this is not even what they're talking about. Yeah. I was just answering straightforward, but I knew what they were getting at. I did on the first one. The second one, I did not know what they were getting at. That was if you find a closed black briefcase. Oh, yeah. You open it and and money spills out. What is your first thought? Are you thinking lucky me? Are you thinking what am I going to do? Are you thinking what are you what were you thinking? I thought the same thing as them. What am I going to do now? Because if you don't if this was real life, you find a briefcase full of money. Yeah. If like say we're talking about hundreds, 
Right. This is this has to be crime. Like, there's no way this is legit money. Right. That's like, a banker was walking to right. deposit his earnings Some or goo- whatever. No. Go- I would say goo dooder. Some do gooder. Some do gooder <laughs> was like going to deposit his mom's inheritance or whatever. No. This was like a drug transaction that went wrong and I just stumbled upon it. And the I need money. to get the fuck out of yeah, eyesight. I better get this money. Oh my and god, leave. I'm having a heart murmur or something. Wow. Okay, but I had another combination on this one because I was like, this is my lucky day. Like I'm <laughs> in the casino and I just hit triple sevens, like and also what am I gonna do? Because if the scenario would have been different, which it has been in my life, where I found a wallet full of money, I, d- I wasn't like, lucky day. I was like, oh, my God, I feel so bad for this person. I need to, like, try and find the owner. That's totally different than a briefcase full of money. A briefcase, I'm like, fuck you. You're up to no good. You have money spilling out, and you left it on the street? You're it, your problem. But also my problem, because I don't want to deal with, like, um, crime people. <laughs> But when I found that wallet, literally at the time, I was scraping my car for change looking for gas money. And I found a wallet at the gas station that had $60 in it. And my thought was, this guy was on his way to fucking work. I'm not taking his money. I'm turning it in. I'm going to find the owner. Even though I could use the universe, God might be saying, hey, fill up your gas tank. But... I was like, nope, I'm going to put $6 in with my quarters and I'm going to return this because no, this guy is getting up early to go to work. (laughs) I haven't been fortunate enough to find uh, any money like this, but one time our friend, he went to go wash his car and the car wash was like broken. So it was just free car washes and everyone texted each other. So it was like a line of six of us just (laughs) washing our cars. And um, that was fun. And also, I heard that my friends, when they were in high school, someone found a debit card and they were like, all right, Whoa. McDonald's on me for lunch. <laughs> and they just went to town Line and like, spent like 60 bucks on McDonald's or whatever. Okay, so I've, I've stolen before. Big time. Doesn't surprise I've me. I've stolen people's checks, wow. go, go grocery shopping with them. Like, back in the day where you could just put a ch- you could write a check. Yeah. Now it's like. No, you yeah. can't do that. I, I think you still can, but it's no. You annoying. have to because it's an immediate debit. You have to have a license usually. Yeah, it's more legitimate. Now, before it was literally like writing IOU on a like scrap of paper and handing it to them. But yeah, I've I've definitely robbed people, but like the robbed. People? I feel like they deserved it. Like mm-hmm. a gunpoint? Never knife point. Maybe no. I'm just kidding. No, I would brand. never do that. I would never do that. Uh huh. That outfit is something. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's that, those are some volleyball, thick thighs. Lisa. But don't shouldn't be muscle, not they save fat. Thick lives right. save lives. Okay. Okay. Well, this is the and that's the only way I'm staying. Motto on. you live by. So the fact that this whole thing does not the questioning on the cocology had nothing to do with if you're a good person or not. It was based on if a good looking person asks you out and what you would do. That is what the question was. Oh yeah, what was it again? The, if you found a briefcase and money came spilling up, what would ah. you do? What would? Oh, you? I would be like, if a hottie came up to me, was like, let's <laughs> go out. I was like, ah, shit. They're trying to shake me down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd be so, like, oh, you're gonna drug my drink. Nice. So if a guy did it to nice me, I'd be try. like, okay, where are the cameras? Where I, obviously this is like a joke show. Who's the celebrity that is like your hunky Tony? Where like if he like walked up to you, oh. you'd be like, oh. I my mean, God. what year? But Robert Downey Jr. Today, like, fuck, 
RDJ? Yes. All right. Robert Downey Jr. from like, yeah, uh, even today, I would say. But um, I think I already shared with you also, um, what's his name? Uh, he's from Freaks and Geeks. Seth Rogen. Franco. Oh, oh uh, the, the, whatever the, his name is. the bisexual dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. Yep. If, uh, if today, if he came up to me, I would lose my shit. I didn't. I wouldn't know what to do with my tongue. So I'd try, and I would not know how to talk because I would be like fucking dumb. Okay. Okay. So what about you, Selena? <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Um, from the dead. I actually I don't know. I I don't know. Taylor, I like Taylor Swift. How about <sighs> her? That's the first person that comes to mind. I can't think of it right now. I don't follow celebrity culture like that. Yeah, except for Taylor Swift's on the tip of his tongue, but whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about Robert Downey Jr., which is super topical. <laughs> All right, do we need to take a break so you can take a take a beer? Yep. All right. BRB. All right. Mic check. Mic chickity check. All right, so we're back. We had a beer. We had some chips. We had some there water. There was no childish today, so unfortunately... This week, I should say, not today. So, no LK's childish chat, nope. but we're thinking of you, LK. Yep, I miss hearing from you. I always love hearing from me, but you know, we're at a brewery where, um, let's see, 75% of the people have kids here. Well, also, shout out to Erica, who asked you, does he live in Compton? <laughs> I do Pretty not much. live in Compton. You live in Huntington, which is I like a Mexican, hop, skip. Mexican Compton. Huntington. I mean, yeah. Huntington. Huntington, yeah. I'll bleep the out. Yeah, there's more kids than adults here. Um, I, usually there's <laughs> it's more. Almost, yeah, it's almost one to one. Usually almost like more dogs than kids, but now, or t- than adults, but, or uh, humans. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I'm totally ready to. Hold on, let me take a chip. Break <laughs> into the mic. Oh my god. Chip break, sip break, am I right? <laughs> Alright, so we were her little peanut butter potato candy sent in by friend of the show, Becky Milliner. She got her butterscotch haystack sent in, which we made at the last group recording. She's got, this is, I believe, her second carb. She and I have been DMing on Twitter, and um, she's a lovely person. Yeah, it took her over a year to get butterscotch haystacks read. I don't know how long she's been sending this one in, but good for her. And I feel like she I might seen have it. a third even, but I could be wrong. Correct me she's if I'm wrong. She's been sending in um, biscuits and gravy every week and then a whole slew of other ones. But peanut butter potato candy, I have not seen her send these in. Maybe she has and I haven't noticed, but I want to know what these things are. I, on the other hand, don't want to know what these things <laughs> are. Peanut butter, gross. Megan made some kind of peanut, peanut butter, butter lime chicken. And what I was like, with you? what? Okay, That's that sounds up. disgusting. Exactly. But, but it also sounds a little bit Thai, which, are you against Thai? Actually, yes. I don't like oh. peanuts. I don't like sweet, oh, spicy God. things. Like, just give me the spice, baby. You've lost your mind. Peanut butter potato candy sounds weird, but I'm into checking it out. Also, Becky has sent me a few good recipes of things that I would like to make, but there was one that she should have sent into Allison as a carb because it's... Maybe wait until summer because it's more summery, but uh, strawberry pretzel salad. Doesn't that sound disgusting? Extremely. But the recipe sounds amazing, so I'm totally into it. And I want her to... I would send it in myself because, I mean, I could, but then I would have, like, how many carbs? (laughs) Many. Like... Seven or ten or twenty. <laughs> uh, so she should send it in, but then we can make it at our group recording. 
All right. So Jenna Kim Jones was on the show, and I was so excited about this. She did her uh, Patreon don't bonus. Forget who oh. else was there? It was Tony Thurston. Oh. <laughs> Poor Tony. They're trying to make Tony into Colonel Jeff, and it's not going to happen. They're trying to force it, and it's just not going to happen. And I feel like if Allison wants Tony to have certain drops for the show, she should have a talk with him before, well, like, hey, no. we're going to have Jenna on, so maybe just look through the Jenna file. Uh, I feel like he needs, I think he's too busy to organize them, but by now, it's been a while. He's he not should a drop know guy, though. More he's a producer, or less, he's not a drop he guy. should know more or less where they are. I don't know about you, but I've got some quick fingers. Uh, get me in that studio. <laughs> Just ask my Vans box. Sorry, I'm still eating these salt and vinegar chips. <laughs> so Jenna was in town. I have not listened to the bonus episode on Patreon. Uh, I didn't realize she was going to be on a regular episode, but it was much like the termite update. It was very homey. I loved hearing her on. I like hearing them talking about their origin story of like how they met and why Jenna was even on the show. And although it makes me miss all of it so much more. It was good to have Jenna back on. I know the story, so, uh, you know, I'll leave that for the new fans. Okay. So, the fact that Jenna's airline status is why she had this homecoming trip is pretty baller. What do you think about this? Or is it a waste of time? Talk to me. I say do it if you, if, 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 uh, if you can. So, my thing was, at first I was like, all right, you should have saved it for the sketch fest but i realized that's in a different year so it would not it would be a moot point i think is what we talked about uh it's like a cow's <laughs> opinion it's moo <laughs> but the other thing i was thinking about when i went to the gilmore girls thing i thought if only jenna would have known about this maybe she could have made her trip around this because this is in the same city that allison lives in the gilmore girls tour that i went on that's only lasting for two weeks she could have gone on this she is the re- She's 50% of the reason why I started watching Gilmore Girls. The other 50 was Leanne. Maybe. But maybe uh, as someone who lived in California for some time, maybe she just doesn't give a fuck. But can you imagine taking a trip just for status? Yes, I can. (laughs) I mean, it's a plane. Like, you just sit in a plane for a few hours. How hard is that? Traveling sucks. Eh, And by the way, have you had two kids? Maybe she just wanted to get she away from them. She was traveling alone, yeah, that's Yeah, why. but still, getting away from kids. Well, she has a, ro- uh, she has a husband that can handle stuff. <laughs> no shade here. <laughs> oh, I just got a text. Hold on. Oh, it's Johnny. All right. So, Allison's resolutions from last year, she kind of brought them up, and she talked about the fact that she wanted to have a Christmas card this year. And she said that Daniel is the one that really wants it, but she feels like she's the one that has to put the wheels in motion. I feel like Daniel could really... I mean, the fact that he sews the kids' costumes for Halloween, that he could definitely do a Christmas card. Because for me, I not... I always wanted to send out a Christmas card, not really because I want to send one out. Minimum, great, I'm sending one out. But I want it for my own memories. So it was always very important for me to have something to... Oh, cheers. Uh, to save for um, for myself, for like a scrapbook that I'm going to put together because I'm, you know, old and I'll do that at some point. But my trick is 
first of all, not posting a million pictures of me and the kids on Instagram, but also around Thanksgiving or in November, we usually go apple picking out in uh, apple country or we do something that's like sort of whatever. And that's where we usually take our picture. But then it's already taken in November. And then you just send it into something like Snapfish or Photobucket or whatever, like those places that make it for you. You don't really have to do anything anymore to have a card. So minimum, I do that. The other side of it is the people that send out the letter, which I think we talked about this last year. We get a letter from somebody that doesn't know us every year because they send it to somebody that used to live at our house. And we look forward to it every year. Like, I can't wait to see what these kids are up to. But then I also have an aunt that likes to send a card. And it's um, it's a, a minimum amount of, like, what they've been up to. And I always, we always are like fuck these people and they're fucking bragging oh you went to hawaii again this year cool oh you went to mammoth cool or you did oh you got a new like million dollar dog awesome oh your son is excelling at something great i do find it to be very braggy in certain respects but also we kind of look forward to it (laughs) but i love the fact that jenna and allison were talking about doing the honesty letter which no one will ever do But it would be really fun to be like, oh, my daughter got her nose pierced and she's sleeping with her fifth guy this year or whatever. (laughs) I was talking about my own personal (laughs) experience with myself. But I was just thinking the honesty letter would be really, really funny. And I feel like the people out, like the people that get our card that we don't see all the time that are not on Facebook or whatever. They will always send us a nice letter saying, oh, you guys look so good and blah, blah, blah. And I think if I was to send them the honesty letter they would probably shit their pants. <laughs> a little Ohioans. Ohioans? Ohioans? And Wisconsinans would be like, what in the hell is going on out in California? This is what we expected. But for me, I've always wanted to do the whole letter thing because I think it's really old-fashioned. But also, whenever I put the kids' pictures on a new card, that was always usually the only thing good going on in my life was my kids. So putting anything else out was pretty much nothing. Go ahead. Is Daniel going to be at Sketchfest? No. I asked him, not the oh. last live stream, but the live stream before, and he said he wasn't. Oh. Because he has to watch the fun. kids, and I was like, boo. I wanted to talk to him in person again, but yeah, um, he can definitely do a card if he wants. He's creative enough to do a good he one. He really should. And it's so simple nowadays, because everyone else does all the work. I have to just yeah, take a picture. Exactly. And you're That's taking how a I picture about everything. I'm just I just want to know if Brock is still playing rugby. Who? Brock. Brock? Rugby? Give it the program, Lisa. <laughs> my program is eating salt and vinegar chips while we record. <laughs> Alright. And my Christmas card rant. So Allison's other resolution was to put her show out on video, which believe it or not, there's one person that really wants this show to be on video, and that is Lauren Kelly. Okay. Can you imagine? If this show was on video, uh, and I'd I realize a real snoozer. Yeah, that. But also, I realize like the last few episodes we've done it out in public, which we are right now at a brewery. But there's, I feel like a little less distraction for me because I don't know. Maybe I'm just used to it now, or maybe I'm buzzed. Well, I am buzzed, but I feel like I try to explain what we're looking at in all the other episodes. But there's sometimes I listen back and I'm like, clearly nobody knows what the fuck we're looking at or talking about and we're getting distracted. So maybe a video would be good. But the fact that Allison's waiting for some magical day for this video when she's, I mean, she's got, oh, the train is going by. Is uh, I think <laughs> a porn star just walked by. Oh, hello. Hold on. 
It's a guy. That's a guy. I know. Oh. <laughs> is this a porn star? <laughs> His mustache looks porny. <laughs> I was expecting to see Jenna Jameson over my shoulder, but uh, I know. not not at all. You're welcome. But I think Allison should, I mean, even though He's she's... missing a leg. So even if he had a third leg, he'd still only have two. Wow. Okay, so maybe we do need to do video. <laughs> but look how many people have kids here. It's insanity. A double stroller to my left. She's hop, skipping a jump from in front of breastfeeding. Us. All right. So Allison should do video. Do it. Get in there. I don't even think she needs all the equipment. I feel like we could do it with your iPhone and be like just fine. Sure. Or any phone. <laughs> Not just an Apple product. Also on Childish, apparently Allison and Greg, one of their resolutions is for each of them to pick 10 people for the coming year to has, have as a guest. I want that for us. You come with 10 people and I want to come with 10 people. I don't know if we, may, we might have a combined 10 people, but in the new year, we need to have more people on the show. Oh, I was thinking we okay. should try to get one person at least per month. <gasps> That's good. And I want, okay. first and foremost, I want Joanna Bowman because we could actually have her in person mm. for January. Joanna, get in touch. Jo- January Joanna or J- January Dr. Jem. Who? No. <laughs> It's a Joanna January on okay. BFF. Okay, Joanna January. Uh, February... Frank. <laughs> Costanza. Always. But I want I want Trap Dog, I want Renee, and I want, obviously, Allison, and I want Daniel. I think those four are doable this year. Yes. Also, Joanna. <laughs> and Joanna... And whoever this Jen character is, I suppose she could be on at some point. Also, Scott Marquez, because we haven't seen him since last November. Was he not on ago. here recently, or is it just? Oh, I'm you know what? You had him. him. You had him when he did like his whole pages of notes, like his book of notes. But that was before you moved. <laughs> True. Yeah, that, it's been a little while. But before that, it was Scotty, Big Adventure Fest. Come on down. Let's Scott go live, Marquez. baby. Oh, maybe next week. Wait, what was next week? What were we next doing week? Next I'm going to be in Hollywood, so maybe you need to do your own thing. Oh, Scotty, 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 calling all Scotties <laughs> that listen to the show. All right. Also, Jenna's couple friends podcast. I I have not listened to it recently because I just haven't had time, but I really enjoy it. And I know we joked about the whatever it was last week, the snackable, whatever it was. I don't want to say what I think. Oh, Quibby. I was going to say Chubby or <laughs> something else. Snackable content, which I feel like people are in their attention span is like moot. Another moot point. But her couple friends podcast format, I love. And I like that they have certain things for every single day. It's like, this is something I would love to do if I had another idea. But you know what? If you don't, listen to hers. Also. <laughs> I don't need to talk about smart houses. I've been trying to smarten up our house, and it's weird to get texts like, oh, someone's at your front door. Eventually, we're going to have someone at my back door, and that's the call that Rafi always wants to hear. And but it's only on Mike's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> or is it mine, which is coming up in a couple of weeks? Also, Frozen 2, I know you and Superfan Megan are big fans. Have you seen the new one? She's seen it. I have not yet. With Winter You? No, with Girlfriend Me. 
<laughs> and I want to go see it, but I'm like, I have to see it with Megan. So stand by for when I go see that. And you're going to have to rent a convertible and like listen to that soundtrack yeah i haven't even listened to the soundtrack there's a casey musgrave song on it and i was gonna listen to and she says no you have to watch the movie first and i was like oh so i I guess i i think jenna says she cried to this movie and i feel like it's probably because of the things that she's going through when she's watching it but I have my own issues with the original one where I was like, I am listening to the song. Fuck all the people that are like getting down on me. And I was roller skating and then I broke my wrist. (laughs) But I was having one of those moments of like, fuck everybody. Let it go. Fuck. Fuck this other person. Fuck whatever. And then I fucking ate shit. (laughs) What year was this? 2015. So I hadn't met you yet. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. Do you have a date in your calendar? I think I met you sometime in 2016, I think. Mm. Can you believe it? It's, we're going on four years That's knowing each other. insanity. So, Jama Patrol started in 2013. Wow. I think. That's crazy. I've been talking to you folks about Allison for a few years now. Yeah, this it's about time this ends. Shout out to Brianne. <laughs> so, Allison has a sponsor... It's True Silk. It's a calm down. Don't get your panties in a twist. It's a, an airbrush. It's an airbrush foundation. Whatever. I am interested in this because I'm always interested in something that will cover up my wrinkles, slash um, age spots, slash blemishes, because that's fun. But what I was thinking is, if she did that during a live stream, like tested this thing out, I would be buying it. Like, I want to see her test it out, and then I'll buy it. Earlier today, you were showing me spots oh on your hands and saying that you have, like, old lady spots or whatever. I have spots right here, too. Can you see them? I covered them up with foundation. I cannot see them. I have black spots right here that I was like, where's this? Oh. Um, Luckily, being a female, you, well, sorry. Luckily, being a human, I can just put on makeup and cover up whatever I want. Yeah. Uh, sure. Go, yeah. Airbrush your face. Anyways, I looked into it. I watched the video and I was like, I'm totally in, but it is an advertisement. So I want her to test it out on a live stream and then I'll be a subscriber. I'm sure if you YouTube it, someone already has. Yeah. Who knows if it's fake or not? How do you know Allison's is fake She would or not? not fake us out. She'd be like, this fucking sucks. Don't even support me. Like, she'd be honest about it. Okay. I want to see the proof in the pudding there. Okay. Maybe you should be the one to do the YouTube video. Yeah, but it's $20 to start, which I was like, okay. That's not bad. Then it's like $40 a month for three months, which is not horrible. But if it's a shit, like if it's a shit, if, if it, it's a piece, if, if it's a if shit, if it's a shit, it's uh, <laughs> uh, too much money. It's like throwing $40 into the wind. 20 million a lira. <laughs> which clearly I have. So, okay. So they talked about Santa heavily. And I was thinking about the whole the whole thing about having kids and Santa, and maybe I shouldn't say it a lot because pretty much 50% of the clientele at this brewery are <laughs> still believers, <laughs> including Rafi to my right. But I think that I never had this feeling of, I feel like I'm lying to my kids. I just wanted my kids to, first of all, I had a pretty, I had half of a good childhood and half of a not. And the part that I like really am drawn to, like I want my kids to have a good childhood. I want them to have fun 
like I want every holiday to be magic and I want just there I just want to create memories for them where every like because when you get older life fucking sucks. So why not make your childhood Even when special? You're younger, life well, and sucks, I, okay. Yeah. That leads me to my next question. Did you ever believe in Santa or do you still? And who ruined it for you? I don't think I ever believed, so no one could really? ruin it. No, I don't. I don't recall ever even thinking about Santa. Mm-hmm. No, of course not. Why you don't wake up on that? Christmas morning and have like presents and stuff. We never had a tree. Mm-hmm. We never got presents. And you weren't J Dubs. No, I'm telling you, my family's just a fucked up family. For Christmas, my dad would give us each one hundred dollars, and then we would buy whatever we wanted. Okay, which is. When you're a kid yeah. and you get handed a, yeah. a, a hundo, you're like, oh, shit, we're going to Magic City and we're going to make it rain. For uh, at least 20 minutes. Yeah. But no. That's fun, but very depressing. Is it? Or is it, it is, the greatest? But if it's the only well, thing you know, then no. But I th- if I've, you had kids, what would you do? Would you create this <laughs> Santa character? I don't think my kids are going to. Sorry, when you if have I, kids. If I ever have when kids. When those people come back. and th- Well, they'll be five by the time they come in. <laughs> when my secret family finds me. <laughs> Uh, secret the, Santa, secret family. Oh my god! Crawl up out of that oh. Oscar the Grouch oh tin. They're gonna find me. <laughs> I don't think they're gonna be worried about Santa very much. I don't. I don't know. It's so strange to me that you would lie to your kids and say that this big fat guy comes down the chimney and leaves you presents. If wow, you're good. you fa- you fat shame Christmas. All right. <laughs> I'm just saying Santa could stand to lose a few because he's getting up there in age. And uh, chimneys are going the way of the dodo, so he needs to uh, slim on down if he wants to slip through the mailbox. I agree, but I feel Slot. like, well, I don't agree, because stop talking about slots and slits, but magic is what I'm talking about. Magic? Yeah, and I feel like being creating magic for your kids, no matter what it is, is beautiful, and I love it. I've and said, that's what I want. I've said this before, but I feel like... You want to be my kid? Um <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I am already. Actually, you know what? When I when I see pictures with me and Jen, I always feel like she's like my adopted mom and she's like it's like she like I'm in like in some like troubled youth program and she's like my mentor or whatever. 100%. In all the pictures of us, I'll, especially the one at Big Adventure. But she's Fest. like giving up on you like this no, is our le- just, like, he's graduating like, into like yeah. the next per- like, yeah, the next level. He's got 3 credits at a community college. <laughs> And and I'm just like yeah man I'm I'm making something of myself. I forget what the question was. Oh yeah, Santa. I feel like magic. That, I feel like all that kind of shit is gonna fall on my potential wife if I ever get married. That is not good. Because you don't want to build up that resentment. You need to have it. What? How's that resentment? Because if it, she's the one carrying the show. No no no. I mean no. I'm saying like if she's like let's oh. decorate for Christmas. I'll be like fine. And if, if she doesn't, like, then you don't care. Let's. Tell the kids Santa brought this present. I'll be like, fine. But if not, I'll be like, yeah, it's from grandma. It's from me. It's from my your auntie or whatever the fuck. So my cousin has this thing where she tells her kids, hey, we worked very hard for this money and it, the presents are from us. And you get one thing from Santa. This is okay. your favorite Prince song, isn't it? No. Oh, okay. I actually shockingly have one Number seven, Prince. the seven song. Yes, you yeah. know this. You, you, we've used it for uh, <laughs> an episode, as well as this. This is one all I because used. of Buck. We had a fun day. I never felt like I was deceiving the kids because I like creating magic. But now that my kids are older, we haven't had the Santa Claus isn't real talk. But obviously, my son's in high school, and I'm like, 
I told my my husband, I'm like, so do we need to tell him that there's no Santa so he's not totally embarrassed? Even though he know he has to know. Even I'm in sure kindergarten, there was always the asshole that was like, Santa's not real. And it's like, if you're going to tell your kid Santa's not real, tell your kid not to share that with him because you don't want to break the fantasy for other people. It's shitty. I like the magic of it, but my kids maybe are so sheltered that, that I kind of had to ghost Santa and... So, like, I'll do things, like, even this year, I know they know that Santa's not real. Because they see the pile of shit in my room that's in, like, priority boxes. They realize that, like, San- like Christmas like, is next December. to my bed. Why are we getting <laughs> ten packages a day? Yes. So, I still, like, before, I didn't want to write my name on packages because my, first of all, my, ki- my daughter even, like, I don't even know how old she was. She was like, hey, would you write me this letter really quick? Just saying like hey ruby here's a present for you because she was trying to match up santa's handwriting with mine wow. so i used my left hand to do it because i knew she was trying to trick me but on the presents i order uh, address labels that say to them love santa so it's no handwriting and plus it's easier to just smack it on the, pr- the present this year i knew they didn't believe in santa anymore but i still did it because it's just whatever i'll probably always do it but i ghosted santa and i 100 percent ghosted those fucking elves when they still were believers, and I was like, "What? What else? I can't. I can't live up to the stuff I did." You should see. That's. I mean, I imagine. I don't know what to believe nowadays because your kids <laughs> seem like good kids. I feel like if I was any indication by like this time, you've already seen people die on the internet. You've seen hardcore Pino for sure. You've seen it all. So you would think Santa because they're Claus always is the last thing that you're and Santa with. might be delivering a different present at this well, point. Oh, I mean, and maybe they're down into the it. And oh, <laughs> my chimney, by the way. All right, so needs a sweeping. <laughs> yeah, that that too. <laughs> anyway, so Allison was talking about the whole magic of Santa, but then she was also talking in depth about the magic of having her kids see her going on on the potty. And I feel like, yeah, there are certain points where I had to have the kids in public restrooms with me. At home, that was like, it's my one time to have like two seconds by myself. It's not like I spend that much time anywhere, you know that. But I'm not about to be like changing my tampons out in front of my son or my daughter. I mean, that's, you worry about the magic of Santa? How about the magic of decorum and blood and tampons? That's the main thing at least Jenna tells her daughters to, you know, close your eyes. The fact that Allison... Okay, when I was listening to this part, I realized my childhood was not great. My my dislike of children probably has to do... Holy crap, what is that? Oh, that's like uh, British or something. My dislike of children, I think, comes from the fact that I had a not great childhood. So I'm so like, like jealous, jealous. Okay. of these kids who have it so great. So when when I see like a kid who cries because their parents don't hold them or whatever, I'm just like, it makes me upset. I'm like, get over it. Like this is, but I know it's me. So you want to walk it off? I'm fucked up. So when she talks about how Elliot like will throw a fit if he can't see her, I'm. I'm just like really. I think I'm, That's I'm more a bit with much. Daniel. That's a bit much, though. I'd be like, get out. You don't get. <sighs> you don't fucking have to see me twenty four seven. Like, come on. No, I cater to my kids ninety nine percent of the day, and then when it came to me going to the restroom, I'm like, this is my time. It's my time down here. Yeah, and you know why what? I spend three mm-hmm. hours in the bathroom every day. Now I do. That's why I started taking baths. 
yeah. It really is. Because it was like, this is my time that they realized to not interrupt me. I don't know why you have I know. to bring a toaster in with oh! you. But, I mean. And for some reason, that outlet just doesn't work. <laughs> if only I knew a good electrician. It's those ground fault circuit interrupters. Oh! I'm sure of it. Shout out to Mike, the electrician. But I do. And also shout out to Ulysses, the other electrician. He's the electrician. Yeah. Oh. So the fact that they started with the Santa magic and the restroom magic. Yes, I applaud Jennifer telling them to turn around. I've had to do that with the kids when I, especially, it really wasn't because of my period. It was mostly because I was wearing Spanx. And they would be like, why do you have two different, two pairs of underwear on? <laughs> and I'm like, turn around, her. Why do you look so skinny with those <laughs> spikes on? <laughs> How can you just doubled in girth? <laughs> and I say Spanx a lot. So that led to the menstrual cup thing. Which, it's funny because Allison really doesn't talk so candid about anything, really, as much as when Al is on and when Jenna is on. It's almost like the F-bombs come, the menstrual cup stuff comes, the loose vagina stuff, like, more than normal. I do think she's more comfortable with these people she's known for a while. She's comfortable, but then she's like, these are the people I shouldn't be talking about this stuff. But for some reason, I feel like drawn to say Ooh, it. Yeah, maybe. It has something to do but with But the that. menstrual cup thing, uh, I'd like to know more about how this works. I'm scared of it. I'm fucking over having my period. I feel like by the time now, like this week, I feel like, okay, I'm going to be 44 in a couple of weeks. I feel like I'm old as fuck. I'm still having this period situation, which I'm going to be depressed when I don't because that means I'm too old to have kids, but I don't want to have fucking more fucking kids. But having the option is the problem. But also, ugh, even this week, like I have, close your ears, Ralphie, but like fucking heavy ass periods all of a sudden out of nowhere and i feel like a pile of shit and it's like a bloodbath in my bathroom and it's like what in the hell is happening and then after the third day i'm like i don't even want to deal with tampons anymore and give a fuck i'm just doing panty liners which luckily i can why am i saying this you know what i'm i'm always like why is it clumpy though (laughs) it's like jesus well you think about if you have blood and you're saving it for a month what do you think it's going to be like? I just spit like a whole chunk of stuff at you. I'm sorry. <laughs> My vinegar. I was just trying to uh, discuss. Lighten the mood. Listener who's L- left. Lighten the load. Lighten the. Why, why is it so chunk? What's the deal with What's clumpy the deal periods? With your clumpy vag. Look at that lady who has like body, uh, like skin color pants. Those are not skin colored. It's off skin. It's like I got a tan. That's not even tan, no. At the corner, you didn't think she was naked? No. All right. Um, skin looks like Lisa. So we... Do you? Yeah. So we talked a little bit about the drops. I do feel like they're still trying to force Tony into this mold, and I feel like he's trying hard to be something he's not ever going to be, and they all need to just stop. <laughs> or they need to preempt him with, like, hey, we want some Jenna drops, just so you know, like, have some things ready. Didn't we talk about this already? Yeah, that's what I just said. <laughs> All right. Anything else from Thursday before we talk about the return of JMOs? I'm just interested in the return of JMOs. You know, they say loud pipes save lives, but also loud pipes indicate small penises is the other bumper sticker I've seen. So, JMOs. Were there any JMOs that spoke Bye, to you? Sadie. Oh, there was Randy? one, but not the JMO itself, but whatever they talked about yeah, after. Yeah, there but was a lot of talk around. No. There was like the, the Manny Petty stress text or t- text. Oh my God. JMO. 
Which I have the manicure pedicure stress because first of all, I feel like they're underpaid and they act like they don't want to be there and they're like me maybe being held against their will. Then there's also always, always I go there and it's totally quiet. Nobody's around. And then there's always loud, obnoxious lady that comes in by herself and wants to make everything a her business, your business. She's talking. She's scrolling through her Facebook pictures and showing you. She's telling you about her daughter-in-law's bar mitzvah. Like, there's a lot of, hey, I'm just here to, like, chill out. And I don't want to be a part of your life right now. Just get the fuck away from me. Also, the, then you get the manicures that don't do all of the things that they normally do. And then it's like, are you just cheapening out and you think this is my first time? And then the stress of remembering, like, how much I, I should tip. It's a lot. Afterwards, though, I'm super happy about it, and I love getting it. You know, I always have a feeling that they're talking about me. If only I, I had someone that spoke Korean, possibly I need someone who was in the Korean War to come mm-hmm, with me mm-hmm, and uh, mm-hmm. translate for me. So, that's funny because... And I'll pay for their pedicure. <laughs> Even Unless, with your you foot know, order? No one's touching their feet! So, I really have thought about that because I know... I can tell when they talk about me, <laughs> to an extent, because then they'll... They'll look at me and they're saying something in Vietnamese and then they'll t- and then they'll say something to me in English and I'm like okay so the last thing was something more derogatory and then you just sweeten it up a little bit so then I thought it'd be funny to oh Lisa your <laughs> hair is so lovely it's always about my tattoos always oh oh is that a an oh. anchor <laughs> no, I'm looking over here so here's my first tattoo it's under this it's under here my exes okay I thought you had a jug no I was going to that's okay yeah. <laughs> so you know lisa you know I she had, has two <laughs> don't judge me by my one i had this idea and i thought it'd be funny and like really stupid because it's me and my ideas but like i could go in i i usually bring a book shocking i know wait to the nails or the tattoo yeah, to okay. the nail place and so i'll be sitting there reading and i always thought it'd be funny to like hey learn vietnamese like you're sitting there reading a learned read Vietnamese book just so that they wouldn't talk about you. But that's kind of like shitty because then maybe they'll do a worse job because you're being dumb. I think the only reason you should take a learned Vietnamese book is if you're actually learning it. Okay, so then my because other then idea. Because then they're going to be like, oh, let's test this bitch. My <laughs> other idea is Google Translate Ooh. and just opening it up to the yes. app and leaving it on the whole time and recording and then later playing it <laughs> back. You have a 30 minute transcript. So I tried doing that and they talked way too quiet for me to hear what they were saying. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't want to get caught. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so stress of many petties. It is. It's a lot. Put a Bluetooth microphone clipped to your pant leg. Well, that's simple. <laughs> this is a very intricate plan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or you could just get Frank Costanza. I mean, come on. Which, obviously, I'm going to have him over. Also, LK, Lauren K got a GMO Red about... Are you looking at my fabric? That's right. <laughs> so, shout out to her. But also, Bex talked about uh, her cat likes to put her butt into her face, skin on skin, which I'm shocked about. But I every cat I've ever owned likes to put their butt in my face. And I remember Greg Heller talking about something about his cat's buttholes. And then I found something called cat gems, cat butt gems or something. And it's like something you hang on your cat's tail that is a jewel. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, that's you have anything else before we talk about resolutions? No, we could talk about resis. All right. Resolutions for this year. This is 2020. It is a new year, but you know what I didn't realize? It's a new decade as well. And you know what they say about 2020? It's in hindsight? Correct. So in hindsight, you have 2020. This is my goal. It's not the hindsight you are into. 
But I would like to go into this new decade, this new year, with hindsight. Try and see things before they're going to happen. Not look back past it and say, why the fuck did I make that decision? This is what I want to do is try and make good decisions before they're bad decisions. <laughs> Have so, hindsight. So 2020. this is the final show? No way. Do you think because I make so many bad decisions? Oh, no. I just meant this show was a terrible decision. Oh. <laughs> well, it wasn't my decision, so. Well, I, well, was it? So last year, you talked about the fact that you more or less like challenge yourself more than having resolutions as far as like, I'm going to read a book a month. I'm going to wear black. I'm going to have a salad once or meatless Mondays. I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to read the, I'm going to, sorry, listen to the Rolling Stone top 500 or whatever. Oh, I did. And so for last year, I said that I wanted to speak up more and not be a doormat, have a better view of myself, less drinking. That's funny (laughs) already. And then, and lose weight. I was going to join a gym, which I did not do, but I did make a gym at my own house, but I accomplished what part of what I wanted to do. I, I guess I didn't really say how much I wanted. I also said I wanted to meditate, which I didn't start doing. So this year, these are the things I would like to do. I would like to lose 20 more pounds, which is more than... It's a bit much. I would like to... Well, 20 is good. Eat, eat your skin and bones. <laughs> I'm skinning. So I want to lose 20 more. So that's where I'm going to start at, which I already gained like five for this whole... Or four over the... New Year and Christmas and Thanksgiving. So I think 20 is good. Then I would like to hang out with my friends more. I don't have this problem where people ask me to do stuff and then I don't, which I used to have that problem because everyone used to live here in California. Everybody's gone. Anytime people ask me to do something, I always say yes, but I don't have that. My problem is I want to be the person to ask. Like, let's, I want to start making the plan to do stuff. I love hanging out with my friends and I miss hanging out with everybody. Also, I would like to be more creative. There are things that I've, that I create and I want to start selling more stuff on Etsy and like getting back and doing all the stuff that I used to do. And I got an email from Michaels that was like, be more creative in your new year. And I'm like, thank you, Michaels. That is a resolution I want to have is to be more creative and do more, have more creative outlets and do more like fun stuff that is making something. I want to go back to therapy. I started going back to church again and I've been enjoying it. Which is important. If you're going to church just to go to church and say you're going to church, that's nothing. If you're getting something from it and you like doing it, then that's something. And I, I want to start going back to church. And then also, I like I said, hindsight, 2020. What about you? What are your resolutions for the new year? So when I was saying I do things that I guess I said challenge myself. Yeah. Uh, dressing in all black is not bad. <laughs> that's one of those joke eat more waffles resolutions. But I did it anyway. And keep continue to do. Somewhat, yeah. But remember, uh, sorry, remember when no. we were at Watson's and you sent a picture to Lauren? She said, he's wearing white. <laughs> and it was funny because Megan said the same thing. She's like, oh, so like now your thing is like wearing white now? And I was like, well, it's <laughs> California. The so. weather is, there's no snow for my white to get messed up in. So it's Have you seen the San Gabriel Mountains? Uh, do I live right in the now. San Gabriel Mountains? No. I said, do you see them? But okay. But where I live in Colorado. Right. Um, you don't live snows. in Colorado. <laughs> where I lived, oh. it would snow and I would get and very luckily, filthy. luckily, you're here now. Anyway. You don't have to live in the snow. Um, All right. I got as, you. As far as resolutions for this year, I failed at my eating one meal a week of vegetarian. Only in November did I fail, though. So oh. I made it pretty far. Made it 10 months. Um, Except for the month you're at my house. 
Oh, did I cheat then too? Yeah, remember? Oh shit! I made yeah. something and okay, you're like, okay, so ah. I suck. <laughs> but the same I, thing. This is me. I'm here to point out your failures <laughs> and fault. Um, so I restarted. Yesterday was my veggie day because I knew today we were going to go hammer time on some pizza. Okay. So I'm back on that one again. Okay. So once a week, if meatless. Not more. Yeah. Okay. Um, I like that. I like that because it's it's not just good for you; it's good for the environment. <sighs> Barely though. It's like, who gives a shit? I mean... Um, ma, 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 ma. What was the... Oh, yeah. What else was I doing? I'm trying to get back into a... I'm not trying to, like, a lose weight or get in shape, but I would like to exercise more. And so far, I've done yoga every day and a Whoa. minor exercise. That's huge. Um, so I'm trying to continue that. What else am I trying to do? Just... I don't... I don't know. I think that's about it. That's Everything I have goals that I want to achieve, but okay. they're not really resolutions, and they're not things I would like to share on here. So, you know, if if I decide to share them one day, I'll let you know. But all right, no more butt sex. At least with a condom, if I do. Oh, it's tough. Uh, it's like a Play-Doh factory. Oh my god! <laughs> Edit that out. That will stay in. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, I think those are good. I think it's good to have realistic goals. Look at and this little fluffer over here. So this is an Australian Shepherd. It's the same. Uh, the other one was. I'm sorry. The other one was some other stupid hound. This is Australian Shepherd. That's cute. It is quite cute. It's a little puppy. There's more dog to kid to adult ratio here. This is uh, this is California baby. Oh, is that the problem? Because yeah. when I was in Austin, it was worse. True. Less kids, more dogs. Oh yeah, there was like dogs trying to fight. Right? Yeah, when they we were all went, barking. It's I like, can I just get a beer? We went to that metal bar. Yeah. Anyway, so all right, those are our resolutions, and you know what? Keep us accountable because we're going to keep you accountable. What are your resolutions? Let us know on the Facebook fan cast group or on Twitter or wherever. Even just text me, but I'll still blow. I'll just still blow it out and tell everybody what you're. Uh, resolution is because we want to know because we're not perfect right a little change is good we're not perfect right gotcha yes but bffs you are perfect and the best email us bffancast at gmail.com follow show on twitter bffancast follow me at bff lisa Lowry. <laughs> oh uh, and little rafi i know you don't want to be followed uh, but. follow me at poe bodies nerfect on <laughs> twitter and instagram He'll be following following you in hindsight. <laughs> BFFs, you're the best. Once again, thank you. And Happy New Year. Good night. Good day. Good brewery. Lots of kids. Dogs. Sit. <laughs> Smile, smile for me, little one, and this will be.
That's a bow tie product, dude. 